0: Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express monorail. Do, or do not, there is no trap.
1: Oh, sun shining bright above you.
2: Soft breezes seem to whisper, I love you.
1: Scanners detecting more trouble in Sector 9. No doubt it's the work of that nefarious
3: criminal. W. Your Information Station. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the WDW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World Information Station. I am your host, Lou Mangiello, and this is show number 354 for the week of March 16th, 2014. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic with this podcast, my videos, blog, live broadcasts every Wednesday night, my special events, Walt Disney World trivia books, audio tours, my new book, 102 Ways to Save Money for and at Walt Disney World, and so much more. You can find everything by visiting wdwradio.com. This week's show is sponsored by audible.com where we don't always have a lot of time to sit down and maybe read the book we want to read but at audible.com there are more than 100,000 titles to choose from you can download and listen to on your iPhone, Android, Kindle any MP3 player including a ton of Disney books and now you can sign up and download your first book for free by visiting audibletrial.com slash WDW radio So on this week's roundtable, we're going to discuss the Walt Disney World Marathon experience. We're going to share some stories about how so many non-runners took up the challenge and why the experience and events are so important to us and why you should join us for one of the many different run Disney events and races. Then I'll have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned for some updates and announcements, including information about our next Meet of the Month and on the road events and so much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. Walt Disney World is still far and away the number one vacation destination on the planet, in recent years it's also become a destination for many more reasons and for many more people. And thanks to the increasing popularity of marathon and endurance events in Walt Disney World and Disneyland and Castaway Key, Run Disney has really turned Walt Disney World fans into runners and runners into Walt Disney World fans. And over the years I've noticed a subtle yet important shift in marathon weekend because it's not just for runners anymore and to a certain degree i am living proof of that my body is not made for running but i took up the challenge back in 2008 Uh, my wife joined me and so did one other person steve drew who was the husband of a good friend of mine from the the show and the site and little did we know at that time that the wdw reading team running team was being born It was actually more like conception at that point, not actual birth, but you get the point. It was the beginnings of what would eventually become the WDW radio running team. So this week, I wanted to bring on some friends around the table and invite you, the listener, to join us as well as we look at marathon events in Walt Disney World and why you should consider joining in the fun and joining me again around the virtual roundtable in no particular order because I can't really put you in alphabetical order in my mind. First is Danusha Rogatsky, all the way from Canada. I don't remember where Hi. in Canada. I know somewhere in Canada where it's still cold all the time.
4: That's right. It's very cold. Hi, Lou. Thanks for having
3: me. Thank you for being here. Uh, also on the round table is Katie McNamara. Hi, Lou. Howdy. Joy Hargraves. Welcome to the fun and festivities.
2: Hi, Lou. And it's still cold here, too. And where are you? In
3: Maryland, oh, you got to move. Uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> and Jillian Markin, welcome.
1: Yep, warmer I am. <laughs> You're
3: the smart one living in Florida as well, too. And last, and certainly yeah. not least, it's it's the beauty behind the brains. Well, I was, wasn't even going to say the brains. It's the it's the 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 fire that lights the machine. She is, of course, <laughs> Deanna Mongello. Hi, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> it's so you know, I don't have you on here very often at the end of this show, we'll probably re- recognize <laughs> why, but and I just realized I'm the only guy at the round table. This could get oh ugly <laughs> very, very quickly. Yeah. or better yet, I'm the smartest oh guy in the world boy. surrounded by all these beautiful women, <laughs> Absolutely. so uh, I want to thank you guys all for for That's joining what I like me. To hear. Absolutely. Uh, you're beautiful, Jillian, in, in your own special way. Um, so uh, I, I want to have you guys because you are uh, experienced run Disney marathon weekend enthusiasts and you're also part of the running team and you're also friends. And I really want to talk about not just the running team in particular, but I want to talk about the, the marathon events in general, right? We keep on saying that they're bigger and better than, better than ever. And we'll, we'll talk more about that better aspect as we go along with it. But, you know, without question, the, the events, especially if you guys have been attending over the past few years, you could see it. You know, this year, more than 50,000 people registered for Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. It makes it one of the most popular destination races in the entire country, right? It started out in 1994 with 5,500 to more than 112,000 athletes and spectators coming this year. 60 countries, all 50 states. You know, it is really one of the biggest events, you know, even in, in Central Florida, not even just sort of a, a running event. And I think part of the reason why is what I was alluding to earlier is that Disney has really done something smart, right? They've they've created a race where athletes can come and have their race and have a, a fun sort of vacation adventure all that kind of stuff and also allows those people that love Disney the chance to try something new right there really is something for everybody from the kids races to the full race marathon to you know simple 5k's and because they have these you know uniquely Disney elements to them like the characters entertainment and and the way just the way the races are, are run it you can see why and how They've grown not just in size, but in number of events. And we'll we'll talk more uh, about that. But I want to sort of hear and I want to get a little bit of, of backstory from you guys uh, a little bit sort of to set the stage. Because I, I also want people to understand that the people like us who participate in this event not just come from all parts of the country and the world and all walks of life and and, and athletic backgrounds... But there's different reasons why we come and we run as well, too. So, uh, again, in no particular order, Dinusha, tell me a little bit about how and why you first started running in Walt Disney World.
4: Well, I I started running in early 2011, and um, a friend of mine was very sick and passed away very, fairly suddenly. And it was sort of one of those enlightenment moments for me that, you know, things change very quickly sometimes, so get out there and start doing the things you always wanted to do. So I started running, and I actually came to Marathon Weekend in 2011 to spectate as a friend of mine was running the Goofy, and it was the first time I had been to any race of any kind, and the atmosphere was just incredible. Like, being at a race, and especially a Disney race, there's all this energy and positivity, and it was incredible. And I, uh, I said, you know what, I'm coming back in February, um, let's see if we can do maybe the 5K at the Princess Weekend, and like you said earlier, these events have been getting bigger and bigger, and back in 2011, only a couple years ago, you could still sign up for a Disney race like five weeks out, which is not something that's possible today, and um, my first race was the 2011 5K um, over Princess Weekend, and then from then... Um, I was I was hooked on run Disney. I've done Wine and Dine since then. I did Dumbo last year, and I've done Marathon Weekend several times. And I did the Dopey this past January.
3: And so, had you ever run before, had, like out, outside of what you know? Were you an athlete in in high school? Did you run track? And
4: um, I played soccer, but I was never, you know, I, I kind of did gymnastics. I kind of did a little bit of everything. But I was never and what I considered an athlete. And it was really just, I was in my, my early twenties and kind of wanted to, to find a new activity I could do. And I was a huge Disney fan, like lifelong Disney fan. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's sort of how it, it got going. And the run Disney environment is so amazing and supportive and, and it's so sort of friendly to become involved with. So that's how I got started with run Disney.
3: And Joy, what about you?
2: So I, I grew up a swimmer. Um, so I swam competitively pretty much since, um, fifth grade all the way through high school. And I absolutely, I hated running. I could not stand it. (laughs) And then, um, I joined the Navy and ended up having to run quite a bit, but I only ran because I had to. And I'm sure you ran with a lot of weight on your back too. (laughs) Uh, no, just my own monkey, (laughs) (laughs) just just that, just that fear that, that we really didn't like running in the Navy, but, um, I did actually get kind of good at it. Um, and then some, somewhere along the line, I developed asthma and I actually got a medical discharge out of the Navy and was completely (laughs) terrified to exercise, even swim because of the asthma attacks. Mm. And it, there was just that there, everybody has to come to a point in their life where you just, something has to give. And I had made the determination that one day I'm going to run a marathon and the marathon that I chose, um, was the 2013 Disney marathon. I made that decision back in 2011 that I was going to take a couple of years to train. And I chose Disney because, well, number one, I love Disney um, I was one of the last uh, recruit groups to go through Orlando. And while we were down there, we did get a chance to volunteer over at Give Kids the World. So that's also my connection to why I also wanted to join the WDW Radio Running Club because of your connection with Give Kids the World. Um, so I did the um, 2013 Marathon. Uh, Dumbo, I did Dumbo last year um, with... Danusha and uh, Kyle was out there, and Eileen, I think, was out there. They're also members of um, our club here. And then I did Wine and Dine and met pretty much everybody, fell in love with it, and um, did not get into Wine and Dine this next year. But I'm coming down to be a cheerleader.
3: Nice. Good. Awesome. And I love your story, and thank you for your service. And it's interesting that you said you couldn't get into Wine and Dine Right. We're talking about getting bigger than better. And we'll oh. talk about this later. But these events absolutely. sell out. You know, years ago, that was not an issue. Now it's I need to take the day off or pretend that I'm working so I can register in time <laughs> to get into these races that I want to participate in. So
2: absolutely.
3: Yeah. I have to fight to give them money to go and run and an incredibly long distance. Um, Katie, what about for you? How did you, you know, first start finding out and, and get into it and then make that decision to, to run?
5: Um, Well, my story goes all the way back to my sister who signed up to do a 5K in Chicago. She was going to do the hot chocolate 5K, and she started training with Couch to 5K. And watching her do this, I thought, well, I can do this too. So I started training and started feeling really good. And around that time, um, I was moving to Florida, which means I would be close to Disney, so I registered for the Princess 5K. And around that time, you guys were doing the So Much Loved 40-Hour Show. (laughs) 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 And at some point... I don't know. You guys were back in the house. Deanna started talking about the running team. And you guys all know I was a, a teacher up to that point. So kids are very close to my heart. And the whole make a wish and helping kids and helping their dreams come true was something I wanted to be a part of. So I signed up for the team. And like Danusha said, at that time, you could still get in a couple weeks before a race. So I got talked into signing up for the marathon weekend 5K. And that was my first race. And since then, I've done Five 5Ks, five half marathons, and Tower of Terror, miler as well. Wow.
6: Yeah.
2: And now you're going to do Goofy. And now you're going to do Goofy.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you're stuck,
6: Katie.
1: Now you have to do
6: it.
2: <clears throat> All the cool kids are in, Katie. Come on. See, isn't that what
3: happens? Like, there's no peer pressure.
6: Oh, and now you're doing Goofy.
3: <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> yeah. And Jillian, you just joined the team because you wanted the shirt, correct? Is that? That's...
6: Oh,
1: well, I, I mean, everyone knows because I'm awesome. But then I wanted the shirt. <laughs> And then you know, I also made like lifelong friends, and just overall, the whole quality of the team was all about friendship and camar- camaraderie. Like, but
3: when was your first race? Like, when was your like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a shot and and take the plunge and register.
1: Well, I actually came down to Disney from New York in like it was right around Wine and Dine, 2010. And saw everyone with their medals and saw, like, how cool it was. And I went back and I was like, okay, I got to start a training program. So I ended up signing up for Princess 2011. Did that. Um, It made all the difference having people to kind of talk to about it by joining the team. So I had someone that I was running with from New York that, you know, it was good, but then – as soon as I joined the team, it got better. And that's really where the difference was made. Then I was like, okay, well, I want to see these people again. Uh, now I'm going to go sign up for every single race except for Everest in 2012. You know, I'm going to do Goopy in 2013. I'm going to do Wine and Dine again. I'm going to do Dopey again. Like, it just it was a ripple effect, really. So, yeah. Jillian,
5: you had to make the choice, I got told. <laughs> I was told after my first five, hey, you're doing the half next year. I said, no, I'm not. Said, yeah, you I said, yeah, you are. Okay. So I did. Uh, yeah, no, I, I did. I chose because
1: I wanted to see everyone. That was my thing. I, I became friends with so many people that every race I just yeah. wanted to get there and I wanted to be there. And okay. So, yeah. Well, while well, I might be spending an arm and a leg and yeah. selling my firstborn I, you know I I want to be there and I want to accomplish these huge things with the people that I run with now
3: so it's funny because as you guys are all talking and I'm going to share our story my story with with Diana and me too you know, uh, for some people, we, we, you, you talk about half-jokingly, well, I'm doing it because I want the medal, right? I want the cool bling. I want the new, this new medal, the inaugural medal. That
1: bling is everything. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> the, one, the
3: one common thing that, that ran through all of your stories was that it was about people, right? Mm-hmm. You weren't necessarily doing it sure. for yourself. You're doing it about friendships. You're doing it about helping others. You're doing it for, you know, for relationships with other people. And I think that's going to be sort of a, a continuing common thread and, as we continue to go on. But I, I'm going to sort of lead into Deanna's story because it does kind of flow. It's my fault. This is all my fault. It's always
2: your <laughs> fault. Because back
3: in it's 2007, it is always my fault. Back in 2007, when I was still doing Mouse Tunes, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the, the pre-WDW radio show, uh, I, I, had a, uh, I had a partner uh, on the show and we were talking about the marathon weekends, <clears throat> excuse me, which back at that time were nowhere near what they are now. I mean it, it really was sort of a running event. It was an athletic event that people came down to and, and whatnot. And we're talking about it. and I said just you know offhand a very casual it's like you know I should do I should you know do the, the half marathon or something one day. And he laughed at me. Like seriously laughed at me and I'm like what? He's like get out of here. You could never do it. and I was like okay buddy and, and I was like you know what? I'm going to do it. And I signed up and I told my wife, Deanna, I was like, I'm going to do it. And she's like, well, I'll do it with you. And that was sort of, and I was like, well, now what, what, what do you mean? What I'm, I'm running a half marathon, 13 miles. I haven't, I can't even run 13 feet unless it's to the refrigerator, but we signed up and Steve drew signed up. And I'll let you tell your story because if I ask Deanna about how she started running, I'm going to hear about what an athlete she was in high school and go ahead. <laughs> you're, you're telling a great story. Keep going. I'm listening. <coughs> Well, I told Deanna, I was like, "She's like, I'm a runner. I I run," and I'm like, "What do you mean you run? I've never seen you run." She goes, "Oh yeah, I was in track," and I and Deanna, high school was like 30 years ago. Yeah, he, you make yeah. it sound like you made it sound like it was yesterday.
6: You make me feel like you make me sound like I'm 80. You know, I'm not, right. I'm only 29. Hey, listen. So let me tell listen,
3: you, buddy. Let's just say you're on the back nine. All
6: right. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. So let me tell you my high school history here, oh, buddy.
3: Oh God, here we go.
6: So it wasn't, I wasn't a long-distance runner. I was a sprinter, okay? And I didn't run long distances at all, but I had to run long distance to train. So at the time, my coach was, yes, Lois, you're listening to this story. Woody the Wabbit. Woody the Wabbit. Yes.
3: Anybody, anybody know what movie? Oh, Woody the Wabbit. God, really? Whatever. Meatballs, go ahead. Okay.
6: Anyway, <laughs> at the time, my coach said to me that I needed to, oh my God, I'm getting the wrap it up situation <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never doing another show again with you. Anyway, I had to train, and I had to do a long distance because I had to uh, qualify for the states, and it turned out that I ended up qualifying for the cross-country
3: states also because my time was so good. Well, that, at that time, there was only 13 states in the, in the actual,
6: right? So <laughs> yeah. we were that's exactly <laughs> it. Exactly.
1: Uh, so this explains to... so much about why I'm forced to run as fast as I am now.
6: Exactly. So <laughs> the <laughs> other reason, too, is... Um, the running team, the Make A Wish Foundation, is so dear to my heart and Lewis's heart because we want to do something that we could see the benefits from.
3: Yeah. Right. And at and and again, back in two thousand eight, it was me, you, and Steve Drew in our yellow shirts. Yeah, our shirts right? were yellow with the with the big ugly sneaker <laughs> on the front. With the
6: big ugly sneaker on the front, right. And it was the first time you met Valerie was in, right. I on met her Main on, Street. I
3: met her on Main we Street. We ran by her on. Main I Street. had known her for years online, and uh, and and that's where uh, and that's where I met a lot of people. It was that very first weekend that we started doing? That was the very first meet of the month. Meet of the month ever yeah. it was in January two thousand eight.
6: And you actually held trivia. Uh, trivia contests at those meets, and you bought these big letters, I and you that. asked questions at the meets. People loved it, and you gave out prizes and kisses and hugs, and it was a big, uh, you know, a big weekend.
3: Great. Now I have to start preparing trivia for next year's exactly. <laughs> for next year's meet <laughs> of the month. Um, and I want to sort of, you know, for people, guys who have never run before, I, I think it's really hard. And every year I, I do a, a marathon recap, and I try and sort of convey what. The experience is like and I think it's really difficult to do and I'm going to just open this up to any of you that maybe want to then then rather than putting you guys on the spot sort of telling what was that first experience like right like like having never run a race before I will tell you for me the, the reason why I've never run another half marathon was because my first experience was – I'm laughing because I'm trying to make myself believe this. My first experience was so good. I had such an amazing time. I had done so much in Walt Disney World in the past 30-some-odd years. It was such a unique, fulfilling – like everything was just perfect. I finished. I didn't get swept. I had a great time. I I couldn't believe I did it. I almost didn't want to ruin it. By doing another one,
6: you are so difficult to run with, though. Can I wait, tell you? Wait, you what? are so difficult to run with. You, it's just, it's very incredible. So if we you have do do another we have half stuff. marathon, it's going to be interesting because you know now what? that I I'll have a couple some, more under my, my
3: belt, I'll find somebody to run s- with me. Yes, That's okay. It's gonna, so, <laughs> any of you other ladies, it's be great. what was that first oh. experience like for you? Like, what, what was that first time that you, you know, woke up at two o'clock in the morning, or showed up at the corral, or got to the starting line, or made it across the finish line? What was it like for you?
5: My reaction was opposite of yours. We had the a most gorgeous morning, the sun coming up over Epcot, just running with friends. I finished my first race. I couldn't wait to do it again.
3: So it, so were you like, was it a nervous thing for you? Was, did the excitement sort of just, just take over?
5: Oh, yeah, definitely, because when I got there, I hadn't met anybody in person, and Deanna came over and grabbed me and gave me a hug and said, come on, we're going to do this, we're going to finish together, and we just had the best time laughing, singing, uh, skipping, singing, (laughs) by mile two, I was like, oh, we're almost done?
3: Yeah, that's very different than mine, because I was nervous, right? I, I had, in training, and I'm using air quotes as if you could see me, my training my longest run was like six miles on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I've never run 13 miles. I don't know if I can do it. If I get swept, I'm going to be so embarrassed, um, you know, not having finished or, or having gotten swept. But what I found was that the people and the environment and that that sort of, we use the term Disney magical all the time, that really sort of helped carry me through and made it such an incredible. And I was like, I could never run anywhere else, obviously, because it would never be anything like this. And I think that's really what makes these events different and so attractive, right? Because it's more than just the start and the finish line, right? It's a destination event now. it's there's the expo, there's the pre-race meet meetups, the run Disney meet, the the post event parties, the the DJs in the Corral. You know, Disney has done so much more to enhance this event, even, you know, as, on an individual level, you know, before you get going, there's, there's a lot of online tools and videos, and they brought Jeff Galloway in to help people with training, and there's apps to track the runners, and you can get messages on your cell phone. I mean, they really have sort of embraced this idea of wanting anybody and everybody to be able to participate, right? And I think for one of the messages that we want to convey to people who are listening is that if you think that you can't do it, you can right. Look at me. I have no, little, ma- no matter
1: what your speed. Yeah, I have tiny exactly. little
3: legs, and I was able to do it right. So, Jillian, <laughs> right? Whether, no matter your speed or your experience, and sort of speak to that because none of us really, other than Joy, who ran because she had to or would have gotten shot, none of us have ever run before.
1: Well, and that's the thing. It's it's not about having run before. I mean, I yes, I did follow the Galloway for my very first race, but then the following year, I didn't have any sort of training modules at all and ended up finishing the next year's race, like a minute off of my time from the year prior. So it, it really doesn't make a difference what your training regimen is. You just have to remember that it's kind of a mental game and you have to think about it in, okay, I got to get myself from this mile to this mile. And even if you only trained three miles, well, well, you know what? I'm doing a 10k. That's 6.2 miles. You gotta get those extra. Okay, well I finished this 5k, so now I'm gonna go even further, and I'm gonna finish another 5k. And it's this sense of accomplishment every time you do that. So it really doesn't matter how fast, especially in Disney, because Disney's one of those very few that has a reasonable time frame that you have to finish within. That 16 minute mile means the world. Um, there are people that actually try and be last because they, they, you know, want
3: to be able to do that. I don't know why you want to be
1: last, but it's, you could be as slow as you want. Take all day.
3: And a 16 minute mile. I mean, you really can, you know, you can walk it. I mean, you can sort of fast walk a 16 minute mile, you know, very easily. And that's why we always say like anybody can do this, you know, and look, if if you think that you can't, you've walked it in Disney world. You know, you've walked, You, the average guest walks about nine miles a day in Disney World. So you could easily do 13.1, no problem.
2: And the other cool Easy. thing about Disney is, um, I hate to use the term disability with my asthma, but um, it it does limit me as far as uh, my speed goes. But what I found when I did the marathon, and this is true within, with really any of those Disney events, they really do Try to accommodate everybody, no matter how slow they are. um When I did the marathon, I I did finish in seven hours and thirteen minutes, but I was allowed to finish. And you finished, there and you I finished. You know, and that, th- I guess that they have. Um, th- there's like a cutoff. I guess once you're on Hollywood Studios property, the rest of your run is off the main street. They just really want everybody off the main street by a certain point of time. And if you're not off the street, you will get swept, but they really, they honestly try to accommodate everybody who does it. Any, if I can do this, everybody who's listening to this, if I can do this, trust me, you can too.
3: And remember, I say this all the time. Remember, Joy, the medal that you got and that guy or gal that came in last is exactly the same as the one that the, that the first place finisher got. It Absolutely. does not matter how and when and where you finish.
2: Absolutely. And it is all and mental. <laughs> one of the most important and things is just signing up.
3: Yeah, that's, I think that's the hardest part. It's, the it's hardest part is up. registering. Absolutely, because once you do, you know you're in. You're like committed. you're all in. You, you're going to do this. You're committed. Yes, definitely.
4: And Disney is one. What's what's really cool and unique about this sort of playing field is when you look at the twenty six thousand people that are doing, say, the full marathon. The guys at the front of the pack, the the, the men and, and women who are running, these are Olympians or former Olympians, these are professional athletes. And then you have it all the way to the other end of the spectrum where you have folks who are recreational runners or walkers and even on our own team we have people who compete in Ironman competitions. We have Boston qualifiers. And then we have folks who just like to come out and walk the 5k with their family and everybody is welcome. And nobody is really looking at you like, Oh, well you, you took twice as long as that guy took. I mean, that's not what it's about. It's about finishing and challenging yourself and being the best kind of you that you can be.
3: And I think an important thing too, is that once you're there, you you can't you can't explain this to people who haven't done it before, but once you get on that course, there is something uh, about that. There's a, an electricity in that environment, and the people around you, you, we all see it all the time. Everybody is helping each other. To, you know, you see somebody struggling, another runner is going to help you. Somebody cheering on the sidelines is going to help you get through it, and that makes such a huge difference, Huge, I think.
6: huge difference. All yep. the, especially the cheers on the side. I mean, they're a huge part of our team, I know, and for everybody else. And, you know, it, it's an amazing feeling, especially when you run by our cheer squad with their blue shirts on and you hear, see them. It's like the best feeling. I don't know about you guys, but I know it is one of the best feelings in the world. Oh, I love
1: oh, it. And I think next time <laughs> I get a cheer, <laughs> it's even better that way.
3: Yeah, well, I, let's not talk about the sweaty hug challenge from this past year's marathon where Becky Mankin mm. from Mouse Fan Travel thought it would be a hoot if everybody who was running the marathon – because I we we cheer in a couple spots. We cheer on Main Street for the, for the half and the full, and we also cheer uh, at Epcot, not far from the finish line. And she said for everybody that gives Lou a sweaty hug over half and full marathon – She'll donate $5 to the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. <laughs> I, I want to thank her for her generosity. She's made a huge difference in the lives of children. I was hugged by so many sweaty men and women <laughs> over those two days. We raised almost $1,000. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, not even
6: not from, not from our team. Not
3: even all from our yeah, yeah, random, all random runners team. just random, coming over and hunting. We were yeah. telling
6: people on the course, you got to stop and It give was a truly a magical.
3: My shirt could have gotten up and walked uh, on its own. Um, but I, I think you're right, right? And I always say half-truckly... Lou, jokingly. let me just
6: say one thing, too. Yeah. One of the most important things that I know as a runner is running with someone. And it is, and I know myself that I wouldn't be able to finish any of these races if I didn't run with someone. And one of the people that I have run every race except two was is Steve Drew. And we have, over the years, so many people that have been training... And now are finishing with us. And it's such an unbelievable feeling to have not just Steve and I run together, but to have all these people now that we'll see on the course, and they've trained so hard, and they finish with us.
3: Well, you guys do a really good job. You two, and a lot of the people on the team, do a really good job of seeing people along the way that could use some of that help. They could use a little bit of encouragement or, hey, come on, I'm going to run with you and... You guys get loopy and you whatever, and but you laugh banana along phone. the way and you get them through that. And I've heard a lot of people come to me and say, "I finished this because of your wife. I finished this because of Steve. I finished it because of you know Jillian or Katie or or, or whoever it is because I saw that person and they they asked me how I was doing or they ran with me for a little while and you know there, there's and something they wouldn't
1: to stop sp- singing Sweet Caroline <laughs> exactly
6: or talking <laughs> on their banana phone. You know it's crazy, but you know there's something about you know, the people that we run with, ju- not even on our team, but that, you know, there are some people that we do meet on the course that feel the drive to run two or three miles with us. Right. Just to have that camaraderie with a teammate. Or, you know what, we always hear too that, you know what, oh, I was so happy we ran those two miles and we did it together. And now we have so many, you're going you're gonna to be surprised at how many people, bl- you know, we call it the blue wave. How many blue wave People come in and we'll all finish together next year. It's going to be absolutely amazing.
3: But the thing that I like, too, about our team, and and let's talk a little bit about the team, too, is that we aren't just there to encourage each other. We're not just there to cheer on the people who are in blue. When we're cheering on the the sidelines and we get there at 5 o'clock in the morning, we're cheering on everybody that comes by. And I wish... That either A, Disney would make the the names on the bibs bigger or I get myself some giant like inspector gadget goggles so I could read the names because I love cheering those people because I was on that side of the rope. And I know how important it is to hear somebody go, hey, Lou, come on, man. You could do this. You're almost there. There's only 10 more miles to go, whatever it is. But it makes a difference. And that's one thing you all who are on the team do very well is it is not about just the people who are in blue. It's about – helping the other people who are there and cheering the other people on and congratulating. It's not a competitive thing at all. It really is a very sort of community oriented race. Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. With community, you're absolutely right. During this last princess, it was so warm on that Sunday and mile 11, I'm just done. And I look up. And seriously, runners part, and I see a blue shirt ahead of me, first blue shirt I've seen all day, and I caught up to her, and I have a new running friend in Liz, they're like, those blue shirts are like icebreakers, you have an instant friend because of them. It's pretty the cool. Truth. And
4: what's funny is I found that you can see those shirts, I swear, like half a mile away, that you just, you're looking all the time, and then you see somebody who's in one of the shirts, and like Katie said, it's there's an automatic icebreaker, and I had the best race experience of my life over the dopey weekend because every single race I, you know, I had planned to run with somebody or accidentally bumped into somebody on the course. And, you know, Deanna, you said it, it just makes a world of difference. It's night and day running with somebody who you call a friend is just it makes a world of difference sometimes.
6: Danusha, I think, too, that it is. It's it, it. You have that person to push you that extra mile, mile and a half, whatever it is. Come on, let's go. We're going to do it together. And that makes such a difference because you know, I'm going to finish with this person, and this person's going to get me through. Yeah,
1: yeah, you've got each other's backs the whole absolutely. way. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially when you're losing steam. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. You get into delirium and you're at mile 20 and you're trying to come out of that longest stretch ever of wide world of sports in the marathon. And, and that's exactly what it is. You, as you're coming out, you see people going in and you go, I see you going in, you're going to make it, you're going to do it. And that's the great part about it because we have each other. We have, you know, the, the blue shirt, which is, there are people catching on to our blue shirt. So, and you're you going to see
6: more and more after the yeah. through these races. And, and you
3: know, the funny thing is, is that the team itself formed, it was not a conscious choice that I made to say, you know what, I'm going to run a race, let's form a team. I was like, I'm going to do the race in 2008, it's one and done and I'm out. But people saw it, they saw the pictures, they saw the videos, they heard about how much fun we had, and they came to us and said, hey, how can I run with you guys? How can I be a part of this? I, you know, do you guys have a team? And all of a sudden we were like, well... You know, so really you you know and I'm pointing to people on the team and, and you the audience you guys form the team you wanted to be part of of something right and i think sort of let and, and over the years it's grown from the three of us to you know there's a couple hundred people probably now on the team and, and it continues to grow and let's sort of talk about what well maybe you guys tell me why did you want to be part of the team you know cuz i think there's a lot of reasons why people become part of it. And sometimes I know when I speak at conferences and I talk about this sense of community uh, around the show and how it grows, and, and you know, people want to belong, right? You want to belong to something. You want to be part of something. And for us as a team, there's a lot of things that we do, right? Both during, you know, during the races, you could run together, but we meet up in the tents beforehand and the corrals at 2 o'clock in the morning. We meet up after the race. You know, throughout the year... We have a Facebook page, and we will help you train online with, with coaching and tips, and, and email support. So many of you guys are saying, "Hey, you have a personal, you know, one-on-one thing. I'll help you. Email me, and I'll help you because I've been through it before." You know, obviously, we, we've raised an incredible amount of money for the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. You know, thanks especially to things like the running team, we've raised over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. We've had a chance to meet some of the families during, during marathon weekends. You know, we're at every race. You guys talked about that that sea of blue. And and we want, the, the idea that I had in terms of the running team was that I wanted anybody and everybody to be part of it. I wanted to be an inclusive team, not an exclusive team. I wanted to have a very, very low entry point for anybody to be a part of it. And whether you walk, run, walk, jog, wheel, crawl, eat along the way, I don't care how you get onto the start line, I want you to be part of the team. And if you don't want to run at all, that's even more awesome because I'm with <laughs> you, man. I, you know, we want people to be on the team and you to cheer. go and cheer. Right. Absolutely. And so I said, all right, look, we want to make it as, as easily accessible. So to join the team, it's thirty five dollars that covers all your membership materials. You get the oh so very cool blue wicking shirt like it's a, it's a running shirt that uh, trust me, I know if you sweat, it's good for hugging. You get a headband, (laughs) a membership certificate, it covers shipping. I mean, that $35 is really just the cost of the materials for us. And then all we ask is that you commit to fundraising a minimum donation of $100 for the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America through the Dream Team Project. So whether you raise it before, after, during, however it is that you want to do fundraising, you want to donate it yourself, it it doesn't matter, right? Whether it's for a couple, a family, an individual, we want you to not feel like, oh, there's no way I could raise X amount of dollars. I could never do this. I, I don't care. I-, I, want you to be, I want you to participate in these events with us, right? And if you have other family members that want to get shirts or cheer on the side, they can get shirts too, right? I, I want people to be a part of this, right? I-, I want them to feel as though, because they are part of my extended family, you are part of this community, and be able to participate in all these things and not be afraid to say, you know, I've never run before. I don't know anybody there. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I don't know how to train. You you, you guys are all a testament to the fact that you instantly have friends as soon as you become part of that team.
6: And we didn't know each other until one morning when we had to meet at 2 o'clock in the morning. I think every single one of you. And I would, you know, I try so hard to hit everyone that comes at 2 o'clock in the morning to say, hey, I'm Deanna. Nice to meet you. You know, and it's so important for everybody. I think all of you, that's how we met.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah. Well, and and the way that I joined the team was because I heard all of the fun that was going on with the fundraising events, with the princess, with the tutus, and like, you know, getting the guys in the tutus. I, I, you know, it, it sounded fun. It made it where I wanted to be a part of that instead of, you know, oh, that's just a team I have to fundraise for. That's not what it's all about. No. It's, it's about the, the aspect of fun. Um And that's where I through the recap shows, that's where I found it.
3: Right, and you, I mean, look, you—you you, again, you all see it doesn't matter what your skill level is, if you've run before. Look, and we have people on the opposite of the spectrum, right? Justin, he won the Expedition Everest Challenge. Um, um, uh, Jen Tyson came in third in her age group in, was it the, the 10, half marathon the or the, the 10K? Like, some of you people are gazelles. I don't know how you <laughs> do it, but... Mark
6: Brinkerhoff is just an, an yes. elite... Elite it's like athlete. it's
3: like Bastos, the Kenyan and Mark Brinkerhoff are <laughs> all in that first, <laughs> you know, that first group of elite runners. And But uh, but that's the thing. Too. And
6: it's great because, you know what, I make sure that it's still dark out and he's always coming back when we're just like leaving and so I'll make sure he like usually doesn't wear like some of the races he wears like an electric green shirt or an electric yellow shirt and I'll make sure that I see him and Steve's always saying to me Deanna how can you see him and the last race Jillian was like how do you see Brinkerhoff I'm like look
3: that's him well he's 11 feet tall exactly he's 11 got feet tall
6: <laughs> and I'm screaming in the pitch black and he sees us and I think that's just so important to like pull your team through like that it's just it's an amazing feeling
4: yeah, when uh, in 2011, the reason that we were down for Princess Weekend is because we were going on the first WDW radio cruise. And on that cruise, and I think everybody still says it, it's like you automatically had like 400 friends because you all had this thing in common. You all loved the podcast and you loved Disney and and that was you know, you had an automatic friendship. And then the running thing is sort of the added layer. Like, now not only do you share a love of Disney, but you're also a runner. And that was... To me, being on the cruise was a huge push because it was like, oh, there are people who love the same things that I do. And there are people who cry at the same time during (laughs) Illuminations as I do. So we're all friends already, so let's just go run. And that absolutely translates into the running team, like that same passion and enthusiasm. Like when Kyle and I were at like mile 18 of the full marathon and we were both kind of – losing steam and then so we said we need to talk about something quick give me the top three attractions in each of all the parks and it's like you have all this stuff to talk about already and and it's just you have automatic friends on the team already
3: and it's funny because now it's not just you know at the beginning it was marathon weekend right it was marathon weekend and we're all getting together and we're there and we have the meets of the month and i'm live broadcasting and we do the pre stuff and the post stuff and and it's just it's a great weekend well now it's sort of bled out beyond that, right? You talked about some of the other races like Everest. I can't
1: escape it. Well, right. And now it's
3: become like a year-round kind of thing. And now it's not, you know, I'll see you. It's what other races are you doing? Uh, Even on Castaway Key, when we did the last cruise, people were like, hey, man, like, we want to do this together, but we also want to do the 5K. We actually got Disney to allow us to sort of have our own 5K and allowed me to hand out medals at the very end because so many of you guys wanted to run that together. You know, like, hey, we're part of the team. We want to do, we want to sort of add that notch to our belt or put that metal up on the wall, you know, and add that to the list of things that we've been doing.
5: And, you know, it's not, you kind of alluded to this, uh, just about race mornings and running the races. It's other times too when we're home. I can't tell you how many times I've said to someone, I don't want to run today or I'm not feeling good. And somebody's gotten out there and said, Come on, let's go do it. I'm going to run too. We'll do this together. Even though we're not together, we still run together.
3: And, and I think the 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 online, sort of the off-the-course online encouragement and the training help and the Q&A and that little bit of a push when you need it to train or, you know, whatever is so important because, again, it's not sort of confined to those three days in January. It becomes a year-long thing, and it, it's not just about running, like you said. It's about friendships and relationships and things like that. And now with, you know, like, well, I think there's, what, maybe eight different races throughout the year – you have Marathon Weekend, you have Disneyland's Tinkerbell, the Walt Disney World D- Princess Half Marathon, Everest Challenge, the Disneyland Half Marathon, Tower of Terror 10-Miler, Wine and Dine, and now you're all going to smile as big as I am, the <laughs> Avengers Superheroes Half Marathon Weekend out in Disneyland.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, that's a happy oh, boy, right? The oh, boy, I think that I, that I heard from a lot of people was, oh, boy, what races am I going to do now because I want to pick from so many, right? So here's a question for you, and, and I'll sort of hit you guys individually. What is your favorite race and why? And I'll start with Jillian first because I want uh, to put
2: you on the spot.
1: Overall, all, of all the races I've done, dopey, hands down.
3: And for those people who are for her listening, who don't might not know, Dopey is is ridiculous, right? It should be called the ridiculous race because you're running the 5K, the 10K, the half, and just for fun, like the cherry on the cake, you decide to run a full on the last day as well.
1: Yeah, 48.6 miles in four days. That's just.
3: <laughs> and you would think nobody would sign up for that because it's too, and it like sold out. <laughs> like there's a lot like of dopey people out there. Yeah. in
1: two hours. Yeah. In t- yeah.
3: And then, of course, you have some other people like Beatrice Feeney, who's part of the team, too, who's like, you know what? I'm so close. Hey, who wants to join me on Monday? Let's do the last mile and a half and get 50 miles in in five days.
1: Yeah. yeah. Ultra marathon. <laughs> what?
2: So, all right. So, marathon
3: weekend, the dopey is still, that's sort of the, the big enchilada for you. What about you, Joy? Uh,
2: honestly, I think for me it was this past um. August slash September out at Dumbo, the Dumbo double dare. I never thought in my life I would ever get a chance to go out to Disneyland. Um, so that for me was incredibly special to actually be there, walk the street where Walt walked, look at the apartment where he used to sit and look out his window and look at us walking through his park. Um, I really never thought I would make it out there. And, um, I just think Dumbo was awesome also because we did have a couple people from your, our, our group here that showed up. So that was nice to get to meet them, you know, get pictures done early in the morning, go hang out for dinner at night. So I think definitely Dumbo is so far is my favorite.
3: What about you, Denisha?
4: Well, I'm going to give a Montello answer in that it's more than <laughs> one answer, Um <laughs> My favorite race by itself is Wine and Dine. I love the course. It's beautiful at night. You go through three of the parks. You go through the Osborne, Spectacle of Lights, and the after party is amazing. But as a whole experience, hands down, marathon weekend, because it's just turned into, like, a reunion almost. And, and, you know, even now we're like, what, like 10, nine, 10 months out and it's already like, okay, I'm going to have dinner with this person on Thursday and then we're going to do this on Friday. And it's that's it's, so true. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's more than even the races now, you know, it used to be okay. It's about the parks and now it's about the races, but now it's about hanging out with all these people. So I love marathon weekend. And I think if that, if you're just starting to get into it, I think marathon weekend is, is a must do for all of the things that are going on.
3: Yeah, I agree. And what about you, uh, Katie?
5: You know what? They're all different. Marathon weekend, like the Nusha said, is our reunion weekend. And there's just this amazing buzz in the air. Princess weekend is all about the costumes and everybody just being excited about it. But Wine and Dine, you know, we get the extra time. That after party is amazing. It, three parks and that after party at Food and Wine Festival, I think that's my favorite.
3: You just Earth like getting crowd, wine. Baby. You just like getting wine after the race. That's
5: all. Yeah. <laughs>
4: And hey, she d- earns it, though you know. Yeah, you true. Deanna, what
3: about for you? Because I know, uh, Deanna, I, I know you know. Back in high school, when you were training for all this, what what is your? Because you sort of have there, there's races that you like definitely more than others.
6: Yeah, there's there's I definitely um, I have to say the night races. I'm not a night racer. <laughs> I um I definitely like the morning races a hundred times better. Well, that's
3: because your bedtime is like seven thirty at night. Yeah, like, you much. go to sleep before the kids do something. Yeah, I
6: know. <laughs> nice try um but anyway um i have to say that you're right about marathon weekend it definitely has turned into a reunion and um it is about like who you're gonna have dinner with and what we're doing and i think in the next um the next year we're going with incorporating more meats for the team it's going to be even bigger and better and um i have to say believe it or not um the goofy and the dopey are pretty much my favorite races. And I know it sounds crazy, like doing a half and a full and then doing the dopey, but, you know, I would rather run even though our cheer squad is so important. Because you know how hard it is. hard to cheer. It is so much harder to (laughs) cheer for me than it is to run. And I know that sounds so silly, but... You know, I just find that um, running for me is just so much easier. And, you know, I like getting up early and the camaraderie with everyone there and taking the team picture. And, you know, it's funny because I know you guys, too, um, you're always, everyone's always texting me early in the morning, like, what time is the picture? I need to make the picture. You know, James, Han- James Hansen is always one of the people. James. Am I going to, you know, make the picture? And, and Jen Tyson too, like, did I make it? Am I, am I still going to make it? You know, like for people on the team, that's a huge deal to be in the team picture that morning. So yeah, I um, I'm definitely not the night racer, but I do enjoy the wine and dine too, so... uh, (laughs) Coming off a cruise. Well, let's not go there. (laughs) Anyway.
3: I I think you guys are right. I think that there is something special about Marathon Weekend because it really becomes a weekend-long event. You know, Expedition Everest, we did the inaugural year, and I think the year after, we had a great time. And And I liked Everest because it's a mini race, and then the obstacle course and the scavenger hunt, so there's something to it there. Twilight Zone has its own feel, wine and dine. Obviously, you've got the Food and Wine Festival. Katie, you're right. Princess Half Marathon is a fun weekend where there's a lot of costumes and, and women are coming out, and you see people running for a lot of different great causes. You know, look, one thing I need to have to mention, too, is in addition to what we do for the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America, there's a ton of people out there that have causes of their own, whether individual or groups, whether it's team in training or it's leukemia or cancer or whatever it may be. There's so much good that comes out of these races I, I, i'm I'm you know I'm honored that that we're able to be a part of that and sort of do our part as well uh I still like marathon weekend uh, although you know as the the alarm goes off at two o'clock in the morning for the third and fourth night in a row I'm not as enthusiastic about it but once you get out there and you see people and you get caffeinated it's uh it's an amazing time and you know last year I said look you know I'm not I, I'm not gonna do another half marathon because my my experience was so good. I said, but because I really do want more people to to take part in something that we love so much, right? And and I think that 13.1 miles and that point one is such a killer. That 13.1 oh, <laughs> miles is such a deep water to dip your toe in. If you're like saying, you know, Lou, this sounds great and I want to do it, but there's no way I could do 13 miles, I said, okay, fine. I I promised that I would do the 5K for every marathon weekend because I'm gonna say, look, if I'm gonna get out there and do it, I want you to come out and be part of it as well. You don't really need to train hard for it. You don't have to worry about special shoes and goo and banana and you know cold ice baths when you're done. Anybody can do it, and man, I want you to come out there with me, and I will do it with you, and I will walk with you, I will push you, I will carry you. you, run, mm. walk with, with you, I'll jog eat with you, you. listen, eat I have with you, I've got my utility Skip belt full of you. food, but it's fun. I want people to be part and experience <laughs> the fun, cronuts. Oh uh. my god, cronuts this year. Oh,
5: bring those. Oh.
3: You know, and, and that's what, and that's what I really want people to do. So, if you are listening and you're thinking about it, and it sounds like fun, come and do it with us. Come and do your first family fun run, five k. Bring your kids. Do it alone. Come as a couple. We'll do it together. We're Whether gonna you make
6: you dress up.
3: I'm it. not dressing up. I, well, not you can be one. my Iron Man. Not for this one, anyway. Um, <laughs> and I, I will tell you that. Um, you know the 5K is not enough for me anymore, and when I heard the announcement, I, I, I had to go all in. Don't and do I will it. tell you, you to say, Lou? I am going to tell you what are you trying to tell me? That we are going to be out there for the Avengers superhero half marathon weekend, November fourteenth through the sixteenth in Disneyland. What I'm, is? i I promise you <laughs> that we are going to be out there as a team. We'll be there cheering. We're also going to do an event out there as well too. And I will also tell you that I will run in one of the events. I'm not going to tell you which one I'm going <laughs> to run. It's not going to be the kids' races. There's a 5K and there's a half marathon. I will run in at least one of those events. So if you're dun, dun, thinking dun, about dun. it. Lou, this... are
1: you really going to run?
3: I, let, me, let me rephrase that. I'm going to participate <laughs> i want to participate in um I'm gonna line up at the starting line and God willing finish. You uh, will finish. Costumes optional.
6: Costume That's all I'm saying. So, I think I'm gonna dress up as uh, you know
3: Black Black Widow, Black you're gonna be Widow. Black Widow? Yep. That'll be interesting.
6: Absolutely. <laughs> Wig and all.
3: So I wanna invite people. God help us. <laughs> I want to invite people to do a couple of things. I, I want you to A. Come and learn more about the running team. Visit wdwradio.com slash running or just go to wdwrun.com. There you'll find out more about the team. You can sign up there. You can ask questions, whatever it is. There's also a link there to our Facebook page. Just look for WDW Radio Running Team on Facebook. And I'm telling you, if you're thinking about doing it, It's better than going alone, right? You have friends online and on the course. There are people going to be cheering there for you, helping you before and after. It's for a good cause. You're going to help yourself, and you are going to, whether you raise, uh, look, I don't care if you raise a dollar or a hundred dollars or, you know, a thousand dollars. Some people have raised some incredible amounts of money you are helping other people that really need it. We take this sort of Disney magic for granted. And then the idea of the running team was to help those kids that really need, you know, some of that, that a little bit of Disney in their lives right now. And, and I have to say one thing, because sometimes I don't get to say it to you all either before the race or after the race. But. I'm so proud um, of all of you, Aww, not just Lou, you per-
1: getting choked up.
3: Shut up. I'm chopping onions over here, right? (laughs) Leave it to Jillian to ruin a moment, right? Um, I I am. I'm so proud of you, not just for what you do for yourself and and the money that you raise, but for being part of a team and getting out there and and helping yourself and helping each other and and helping these kids. And and it's such an honor for me to be a part of it. And and when you guys put on those blue shirts, I, I can't tell you what that means to me on a personal level. And I don't know if I'm able to sometimes able to, to articulate that well enough. I, I am so grateful to each and every one of you and so proud of all of you. And I don't care if you come in first or last or you cheer or you just whatever. Um, I, I am truly humbled and grateful and, and so very proud of you. And, and I can't wait to meet all the new runners and, and cheerers in the upcoming events. I guess the next uh, event after this is going to be everest in may and then twilight zone and wine and dine and then getting out to uh, to disneyland for our first race out there as well too uh, i can't thank you guys enough not just for joining us tonight but for being part of uh a team and something that means so very much to me
6: lou i got a quick lightning round for you uh-oh okay Um (laughs) lightning round
3: wait, so for lightning round, for those of you who don't know, every Wednesday night I do a live video broadcast over at WDW Radio Live. And after we go through the news and after we chat and as we start getting ready to wrap up, I have Lightning Round where I invite listeners, I didn't think it would be my wife, I invite listeners to ask me anything in the lightning round. So I'm so incredibly frightened because the last time my wife had a microphone in her hand, they roasted me on the cruise. But go ahead.
6: So I'm starting with you, Lou. I need your most favorite race experience
3: the first one uh, the, the the first race there was something about the 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 fear and the anxiety and getting up early and you know doing it with you and it was something so new to me and so unique and you know, we, <laughs> you know, the race was like a marriage. <laughs> Along the way, you start to learn a lot about people, you stay close, you separate a little bit, you get close again. <laughs> but we made sure we crossed the finish line together. Absolutely. And whether it's with your friend, your child, your mom, your, the, spouse. The, your spouse, whoever it may be, there is something about taking that hand or, you know, Raising your hands up together and crossing that finish line together. And I think that's part of what the team does. And that moment where we crossed the line and I was like, my God, I didn't get swept. Like I did something I never, ever thought that I could ever do before. That was, you know, it was so special. I, would, I don't want to taint it by doing it, doing it again.
6: I, Jillian, what was your one of your favorites? Uh
1: banana phone that i was that was mine uh oh. and crossing the finish line at the marathon and having pr'd by over two and a half hours
6: oh, wow. Yeah. wow totally uh, Do okay, what was yours uh
4: the dopey this year just because like i said before it was the first time i had run with with people during the race and running with team members it just it was a completely different race experience and i can't wait to do all that over again
5: katie you know i'm gonna stay away from my first one uh, it's either my pr at wine and dine or marion's first 5k at princess last year we expected her to take her time whatever she just <laughs> <laughs> took <laughs> we are chasing her my right?
3: daughter beat me in the 5k just so it was so much fun
5: oh my Two God. years in
6: a row i know
2: joy what about you I'm going to have to say finishing the marathon. That was my journey of taking back my lungs. And now I know absolutely I can do this and there's more to come.
6: You guys are all awesome and you're all rock stars and you're all such an inspiration to me with just, you know, our team and what you've done for me. So I just want to say thank you very much from the bottom of my heart to all of our team members and you guys that participated this evening in this, uh, round table. Thank you.
1: And Deanna, thank, thank you. you for being thank like you. The, the best on the team. You've been the matriarch that's brought the team together even further. You and Val have really put it all together. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you too, Lou. But uh, <laughs> uh, overall, I mean, Deanna's the face of the running team, and same with Val. Like, you guys have, you know, Val is the contact that you need to contact, and, and Deanna's the face that's there cheering everyone up and saying, we're going to do this. So.
3: Yeah. And I was going to say, you know, unfortunately, Valerie couldn't be with us tonight. Um, she is such an integral part of this team. She has been part of it since the very beginning. She has been the one who has really spearheaded all the efforts and ordering the shirts and organizing the team and and doing so much. And, and we would not be here had it not been for her and her husband, Steve. And now her kids are involved and they do it as well, too. And and Amazing we missed people. We certainly missed having her here tonight um i I love you guys jillian not so much but the rest of you i love you guys so much (laughs) and uh i want to thank you again for uh for not just being part of the team but being part of the round table tonight thank you
2: thank Thank you yeah
1: really thank you
3: do you really mean that
1: i really really do
3: (laughs) (laughs) so what avenger should i dress up as i'm going as black widow I'm not going as black. Please, you
1: cannot dress as Thor. Please. I am not. I hit, I did
3: Thor at D twenty three. I'm not going to be Thor. Jillian,
6: were you there when I bought him the Thor costume? Yes, I was. Yes. It was awful. I know. He didn't wear it. That, but anyway, I think Cap, I think Captain America. Captain America
3: look. I dressed as Thor at D twenty three Expo last year. There's a video to prove. I know, but Captain I pulled America. it off. I, I like I, Captain I'm America. I'm like a little mini like, Thor. He's like, oh God, Captain America. All right, America. calm down. I'm not. Look. I'm... <laughs>
5: No, but you, you know, do, if you, you do, do both races, you can do two Avengers. Oh,
3: shush, Katie McPhee! You can
5: Tony Stark though. Get a little goatee going. It's all you.
3: And Robert oh, Downey Jr. is the same height as exactly. I am. Exactly. I could have been I could fit into the Iron Man you suit. You could have been. That
2: could have been Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. I loves me some Tony Stark. <laughs> there you go. I loves me
3: some uh, Tony right. Stark too. All right, now I just remember I'm the only guy in the room, so I'm gonna move <laughs> on and go talk to about Black Widow.
6: Hello.
3: Time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history, say while you pay attention to the details and what you see and maybe even what you hear, then send your answer in for a chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week we were talking about Space Mountain and I said that when it officially opened it joined just one other attraction as the only two Disney World theme park attractions to debut in Florida first before Disneyland. And the question was very simple what was that other attraction? Again, thanks to the hundreds of you that sent in answers this week and you all got it correct knowing that the Country Bear Jamboree opened with the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World on October 1st, 1971 it opened little less than a year later on March 4th, 1972 in Disneyland. Extra credit to those of you who said in April 1983, it eventually opened in Tokyo Disneyland as well. Again, I took all the correct entries, randomly selected one, and the winner last week got all six of my virtual audio walking tours of the Magic Kingdom and a digital download copy of my new book, 102 Ways to Save Money, for and at Walt Disney World. You can find them both by visiting the shop at the brand new www.radio.com and last week's winner is Mario Daniels so Mario congratulations I'll send your packages out to you right away if you played last week and didn't win that's okay because here's your next opportunity in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge so one of my favorite attractions in Walt Disney World is still Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress I love the nostalgia it's classic it has Walt's fingerprints all over it and I love so many of the interesting funny and sometimes obscure references made throughout the attraction and in fact one of my favorite lines is the subject of this week's contest all you need to do is fill in the missing word or words to this line ah don't worry rover she didn't mean real dogs besides it's not going to rain today my blank isn't acting up fill in the blanks email your answer to contest at wdwradio.com by Sunday, March 23rd at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Again, you're playing for copies of all of my audio tours of the Magic Kingdom and a copy of my new book, 102 Ways to Save Money for and at Walt Disney World. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks so much for taking the time and tuning in this and every week. Just a couple of quick announcements for you. First, thank you so very much to everybody who has purchased and downloaded and reviewed my latest book, 102 Ways to Save Money for and at Walt Disney World. I am so very grateful for such great feedback in such a short period of time. And many of you have been asking about a Kindle print and nook version well i am so happy to announce that all of those are available and you can go and visit disney102.com that'll take you to the shop page where you can download the either a pdf right from there or order the book directly from amazon and kindle or print format and the nook version as well too stay tuned the ibooks version should be out very soon as well also if you have downloaded or purchased the book I would love and so very much appreciate it if you'd please come by review the book over on amazon.com it is very very helpful very much appreciated as well also if you visit disney102.com that's going to take you to an all new wdwradio.com we revealed this week during our live broadcast a completely revamped refurbished much Cleaner, sleeker, mobile-responsive version of wdwradio.com. It's easier to find content. There's a lot more there to see and do as well. While you're there, be sure and sign up for our free email newsletter. Download the free WDW radio app. Check out our blog, videos, discussion forums, and so much more. Also, please be sure and tune in every Wednesday night at 7:30 p.m. Eastern for wdwradio.live.com. That is my weekly. Video, broadcast, and chat where we discuss this week's Walt Disney World News, and you can be part of the show and conversation in the text chat room. Then we'll stay on for a while afterwards talking about just about anything. And then of course you can ask me anything in Lightning Round again. That's 7 30 p.m. Eastern over at wdwradio.live.com com You know I love to hear from you, not just by commenting on this week's podcast in the show notes over at wdwradio.com com but you have a question that you want answered on the show, you can email me at lou at wdwradio.com or call the voicemail at 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-9391. You can follow me and tweet me over on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello. Like the WW Radio page at facebook.com slash Radio, or you can come by, follow my personal profile, post a lot of different non-Disney things there as well. It's facebook.com slash loumangiello. Also, please check out the events page on the website. Lots of events coming up, not just in Walt Disney World, but around the country. Our next Meet of the Month is going to be this Saturday, March 22nd, for Breakfast and a Muppet Movie. I'll then be on the road in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, Saturday, April 5th. Of course, we'll have our Meet of the Month in April and May as well, too. And then don't forget about our cruise on the Disney Dream and pre-cruise events this summer. August 10th through the 14th is our cruise weekend before, we'll have some events in Walt Disney World on land. And again, you can find all these things over at the events page at wdwradio.com. And for some other meetups, non-Disney related, we to do some things on the road. I'm going to be speaking at a number of conferences and schools throughout the year. Please go by and visit loumangello.com. There's an events page there. You can also find out how I can come speak at your conference to your organization or at your school as well. Quick thanks, as always, to my partners and sponsors, including Mouse Fan Travel. They are my official and recommended travel provider. Whether you're going to Disney World, land, cruise, Adventures by Disney, pretty much anywhere, Becky and her team of agents give you the best possible prices, all available discounts, an incredible level of personal service, all at no cost to you. It's who I recommend because it's who I use. Again, visit them over at mousefantravel.com. And as always, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, All I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Come by and comment and share links over on Facebook. And please also come by, rate and review the show over in iTunes as well. And most importantly, I want to say a heartfelt thank you again to all of you for taking the time to listen, for letting me share my passion for Disney with you, for the emails and the tweets and just being my friend. And I mean it when I say that you are my friend And I want you to live that same kind of life where you do what you love each and every day. So don't sit back and wait for opportunities to come, get up, go make them on your own and always keep moving forward. Have a great, great week, everybody. Thanks again. See ya. Hi,
0: this is Renee from Fort Collins. It's been a very long time since I've gotten a chance to call and I've actually been meaning to call for a couple of weeks now. I'm about ready to head back down. Um, for the last week of March to work for Friendship Boats over spring break. But I wanted to call after I got back from the princess and explain the crazy woman who ran by you in the pink and purple tutu and tiara and was waving hysterically at you. That was me. And the reason why I was so excited to see you and yelled out hello is that you are the reason that I started running. Uh, I heard your podcast about your training for the half marathon and how you encouraged everyone to do it, even if they didn't consider themselves to be athletes, and that was me. But because of you, I signed up for the 2011 uh, half marathon in Walt Disney World when I was down there in the college program. And since then, I think I've completed 10 run Disney races. I've finished everything, all of the big races in Florida, and I do have my coast-to-coast from going to the Disneyland half marathon, And it's all because of you. I never would have had the courage or even thought about signing up for an event like this before all of your encouragement and your words and your experience. So I just wanted to thank you so much for everything that you do because you really inspired me to be a better person than I thought I could be and someone who was strong enough to complete um, not only half marathons but the marathon now as well. So. Thank you so much again for everything that you do, and
4: hope to see you soon. Bye. Hi, Lou. This is Mike from Minnesota calling. uh, The crew and us, uh, myself, are down here in Florida, and I just wanted to say running through the top tens and top fives off uh, off of the show. And so far, Casey's Corn Nuggets and Free Water, I think, ranks number one with Citrus Swirl and... Sundays at Storybook, um, Snacks and Fantasyland, running a close second and third. Thanks, Lou. We'll see you later. Hi, Lou.
6: It's Kenneth Johnson calling. Uh, just listened to the last show, the DSI about Space Mountain and loved it, as always. I wanted to tell you and all the listeners to WDW Radio about a fantastic article in the New York Times about uh, the author's uh, ability to uh, reach his autistic son through Disney films and visits to the Disney parks. It was such a touching story. I thought all the listeners would enjoy it. I email the link to you. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope everyone does. Thanks so much for all that you do, Lou. See you soon. You've got a friend